Hello, and welcome to the Self Project Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Martin, and I am here to share with you my own journey to self-empowerment and all of the things that I have learned along the way. I pull from my vastly unique encounters, wide variety of experiences, and overly active imagination to bring to you, well, just absolutely everything I know. We are going to deep dive into spirituality, transformation, and healing. We are going to empower you to change your life, raise your vibe, and create the life you want to be living. I want to spin you into action. I want to launch you out of your comfort zone, and I want to give you the tips, tools, and the inspiration to go and live your most empowered dream life. Hello and welcome back this week. I am so happy that you're back to join me and I'm really excited to be talking to you this week about the five things that are holding you back from who you want to be. And these aren't like the hard and fast five things. These are the five things that I have identified that I come across the most and I see the most in, you know, my life and the people around me that are holding us back from really either going after or making the changes that we want in our life. And so here today, I'm hoping that some of these will resonate with you and that you're going to be able to take away a few ideas of what we can do to get rid of these things that are holding us back. Because I'm going to tell you a little secret that's not so much a secret, but literally I could tell you there's only one thing that's holding you back. um, And that's you like ourselves and it's so frustrating to hear that because I'll be honest I'll be the first one to tell you I hold myself back like crazy I keep my energy very scattered so I never completely end up maybe achieving my goals at the pace that I wanted because my energy is so scattered and I know this you know it's those things that we know like I know that's holding me back but I can't let go of it so that's what I'm here to help you with today so number one first thing that I really want to address is your belief systems so these belief systems most of these are things that you have picked up all the way from birth through childhood through you know young adulthood and so on and so forth. So these are stories that we pick up all along the way, not only based on the way that we were raised and our own parents and our own family's beliefs, but also the experiences that you have had as you grow up. You can pick up stories. I mean, I'm still picking up stories today that I have to catch myself and be like, whoa, where did that come from? So um, I'm gonna tell you an interesting story. I have been really struggling with my communication lately, and um, this podcast has actually been a great exercise for me to learn how to better communicate and better speak and better articulate what is in my brain and trying to get it out of my mouth in a clear and comprehensive manner without freezing up and getting nervous and saying, um, and like, and oh, you know what I mean? You guys probably have heard that on a lot of my earlier episodes. I say earlier episodes. I think this is like episode number six, you know, like that was nine million years ago. feels like nine million years ago. But I was working with a new friend of mine that I've met through several awesome groups that I'm a part of and some course programs that I'm taking that I've just met all these amazing people. But 
we were working together on specifically on communication skills and she offered so many valuable insights to me um you know basically asking me where did these stories come from when you say you've struggled to communicate your whole life what have you where do these stories come from I said I don't know like I've always I've just never felt comfortable speaking in front of people I never feel like what I have to say is valuable I don't feel like I have any original thoughts or ideas I you know and I'm just telling her all these things and she's just like oh yeah I know just how you feel I felt the same way so she was able to offer me so many tangible resources for me to take out and to work on that and my belief in myself because she said I was very funny because when she first started talking to me I'm just very you know like and I'm like yeah but I perceive myself like that like I will introduce myself not even say my name I'll be like I'm really weird and I blurt and I say weird things I think I introduced myself like that to you guys in my very first episode so when I'm like basically setting that intention for myself I am basically creating that in my own reality by stating to people thinking that I'm sparing my own feelings out front by saying hey this is how I am so if you turn around and tell me that I'm weird or you don't like me or I'm too much for you then I'm like I've already warned you and it hurts a little less it's my way of throwing up those steel walls around my little baby heart but while we were dissecting those beliefs I um set an intention to be more I guess you could say intentional about watching how I speak to myself regarding my communication because I am always telling myself I'm a terrible communicator like I can't write I can't this I can't that 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 so when I'm telling myself that I can't do these things or this is how it is or this is how I am then my subconscious mind which is responsible for most everything that we do for 90% of our our functions and our beliefs and our thoughts of ourself, I'm drilling that into my subconscious mind. It is taking everything that I am saying as truth. Whether I'm saying those things about myself, I'm saying them about somebody else, all my subconscious mind hears is I can't, I don't, I won't, I, you know. And so it's giving me more of that because it thinks that that's what I want. So my Uh, I guess homework assignment has really been for myself to catch myself doing those things. And I'm going to give you the perfect example. I was lecturing the kids about something. I don't even know what now. And, um, you know, midway through my husband interrupted me to ask if the dishwasher was clean. And I literally turned and I could not even stop myself before I blurted out and said, I really just wanted to finish what I was saying. And then like he felt bad. And then I felt bad, which is always the reason why I never say anything because I don't want anybody else to feel bad because of something that they did you know miffed me or triggered me or whatever but um, I think that it's really important that we speak our needs and speak in that case I, I it was a strong realization because after that I said no it's okay because nobody was listening to me anyways and that was a really huge moment for me because I realized I say that all the time I say that all the time. Well, they're not listening to me anyways. Nobody listens to me anyways. I'm constantly, constantly, constantly saying that throughout my day. So what is, what am I giving myself more of? What am I creating? I'm creating more of nobody listening to me. So that was a really powerful realization for me after that happened. So just realize we're picking up these belief systems without even realizing it. So that's going to be my exercise for you is all of these 
belief systems that you've come in with from, um, you know, childhood, maybe that you can't do or be something because you're a girl or because you're not smart enough or the belief that in order to have financial success and abundance, you have to work really hard and sacrifice your time and your family when that's so further from the truth. So further. So, oh my gosh, so far from the truth. I can't speak. No, wait, I can speak. Moving on. So, catch those limiting beliefs. What are you telling yourself that you can't do? What are you creating more of for yourself? And how can you change those things into a positive instead? Like I just caught myself and I said, I can't speak. Even though I was joking, my brain is picking up. Oh, she can't speak. Well, we're going to give her more of her not being able to speak and sounding like a... So then I immediately corrected. No, I can't speak. So that's me saying, "Mm, uh, no, I don't think so. Like, I can't. So that is number one, your belief systems. Number two, your fears. Your fears are holding you back. Fear of what? A fear of needing stability. Maybe you're really wanting to embark, like myself, on this new business adventure, but you're also really in need of financial stability and just the stability of knowing what to expect change and growth and being uncomfortable is not easy and it's not it's not comfortable it's not an easy feeling to sit with but I will promise you the most growth has come out of those periods of discomfort and it's it, it blossoms into so many beautiful opportunities and experiences and things for you so get comfortable getting uncomfortable and watch your life start start changing So what kind of things are we fearful of besides needing, you know, stability and our basic needs provided for? We're fearful of change. Again, we're creatures who like habit and stability. Uh, Fear of what others will think. Like, oh my God, what's Susie Joe going to think of me if I, um, you know, start posting my homemade candles online and she's going to think, oh my God, my homemade candles are better. Like I would never buy her homemade candles. I don't know. I don't know what Susie Joe is saying about you, but I want you to really take an honest look. Who are, and this is something that I got caught up into, like, oh my God, what are people going to think? First of all, who are people? Who are these people that you're worried about? Are um, are they like family members, coworkers, your children, your parents, like your friends? Um, and I want you to list, make a list of those people. Actually, list and write their names down. Who are you worried about? What they're gonna think? Take a moment, reflect on it. Look at that. Like, okay, yeah, I'm worried about these. What these people are gonna think? And then I want you to go back through it, and I want you to say, um, do those people pay your bills? I mean, maybe they do, but or some of them, but <laughs> are those people living your life? Are those people in your body, in your skin, in your brain day to day? Are they going through your experiences and your emotions and your thoughts? And I think that it's really important to identify who you are giving power over you to basically run and control your life because you're worried about that list of, and I don't know how many you came up with, maybe five, maybe 10, maybe 15. You're worried about those 15 people out of 10 billion, trillion, million, I don't know how many people are currently on the earth. I don't want to stop to Google it right now, but those people are those 15 people out of 10 trillion million people on the earth worth holding you back? Are those 15 people worth you 
not sharing your gifts or your ideas or your story or whatever it is that you want to put out into the world that you want to give to the world that you want to give to yourself are those 15 people worth it I want you to really think about that because that was a powerful thing for me when I wrote down all the people that I'm like oh my god what are they gonna say and I started looking and I'm like I don't even talk to these people on a day-to-day basis like are they really even thinking about me that's another thing and I don't want to burst your bubble but like nobody's really watching that closely what you're doing what you're saying and if they are that's on them they need to get a life and they need to be you know checking into their own life and making their own improvements so that's all I'm gonna say about that on top of listing who these people are that you're fearful of what they're going to think I want you to just go ahead and actually list out your fears anyways what are the fears that are holding you back again the fear of instability the fear of change the fear of the unknown of being uncomfortable what others will think I could go on and on and on but that gives you a little list of ideas I want you to really take a look at those fears those fears because they're valid and you need to give light to those and you need to honor and love those and say, Hey, I know you're fearful. I know I can tell myself, I know little Chrissy that you are fearful of all these things and what others are going to say about you and, you know, having stability for your family and having growth for yourself. I know you're concerned and fearful of all these things, the fear of the unknown, the fear of overwhelm. Like I know that, but here they are. Let's shine some light on them. And I love you and I accept you and I accept these fears, but we don't have to be fearful of these things and we can start working through them. Now I would say the number three thing that is holding you back are bad habits. <laughs> bad habits, maybe um, unhealthy coping mechanisms, things that are bringing you temporary satisfaction that just aren't helpful, help, helpful, healthy, helpful for you. These could be things like alcohol, drugs, smoking cigarettes, overeating, sugar, chocolate. I mean, like you name it, sex, um, body mutilation. If you are using any, any, any of those things at all to mask feelings, to numb, to aid with relaxation, then those could most definitely be things to look at that are holding you back. I can 100% speak from experience. I am a serial number for my entire life and when I numb and I don't address these issues, I see major setbacks in my life. Um, a lot of you have probably heard my some snippets of my story with alcoholism and alcohol recovery and that was most certainly a really bad habit and addiction, a downward spiral that was keeping me from living my best life. And I now can look back in retrospect and realize that that whole period of my life had to happen to bring me to where I am today, to encourage the growth that I have today, to set a foundation for the spirituality and the belief patterns that I now have today. And I needed that experience. I wasn't, I was like, yeah, it was a crap experience, but that was absolutely a bad habit. Um, up until recently, I, you know, have been shaving off other bad habits of things like, um, vaping, overeating. I found myself overeating again, and I'm still battling with that one a little, um, you know, as uh, my big thing has just been kind of the coop. I feel a little bit like a caged bird with them. You know, we're doing our best to follow quarantine orders and stay home as much as possible, Um, but it's so hard for me being cooped up. Like, I feel like a caged bird right now that I'm just like, I need to fly somewhere, even if it's to Starbucks. But I want you to really take a look at these things in your life. 
Um, get honest, because that one's a hard one to get honest about. Are you using anything in excess to bring you temporary satisfaction to numb a really hard feeling or emotion? Because um, if so, then no, but it's okay. Because I can tell you most of us do, especially at some point in our lives. You know, we're always, I am always going to be you know, having to check myself on, oh, am I participating in a numbing behavior? Even escapism um, could be a numbing behavior. Sometimes I'll find myself really diving into like research or so much of my work. And I'm like, oh, you're escaping your daily life. Like that's still a numbing behavior. So, um, you know, but that sounds overwhelming that you're just like, Christy, you're making me watch for so many things. But I promise if you just start small, start with one thing, catching yourself on one thing and build up. Like I, it's taken me years to get to this point. So don't be hard on yourself, but I do want you to start being aware of these things. And if you find that you are really substituting a lot of unhealthy coping mechanisms for strong emotions that you're having or to relax, then you definitely need to be following me on my page because I'm helping you guys with that. Okay. So now I'm going to say the number four thing that's holding you back is your expectations, your expectations of yourself, because we are super critical of ourselves and we can often expect um, and demand a lot from our career, from our relationships, from our parenting. We want to be the perfect parents, the perfect moms. I want to make sure I'm taking all my kids to soccer practices and I'm there for school plays and I'm there to cook dinners and we're there to have family dinners and you want to be the perfect mom and you want to give time to everybody and yourself and it's it feels impossible. It feels like you have so many things that are pulling you in so many directions that you just you can't meet your own expectations. And I'm not telling you you have to lower your expectations. I'm telling you to drop the expectations altogether. It takes a mindset shift to do that. And I want to ask yourself ask yourself. I want you to ask yourself at the end of every day, did I show up in love today? Did I show up and, and do my best? And did I take some deep breaths today? Because I also want you to be aware of this. Another thing you better add to your list that Chrissy's telling you, you got to keep an eye on. Are you taking deep breaths throughout your day? Most of the day we're going around breathing so shallowly, shallowly especially if you're one who tends to tense up and hold um, tension in your shoulders or your upper body, your chest area, you're going to notice that you, you haven't taken a deep breath all day. So literally stop yourself, relax your shoulders, relax the tension, and take a couple of really deep breaths and drop the expectations of perfection. So you're not going to be perfect. And you can always give yourself permission to start over. Even if it's eight o'clock at night and you have been crying and yelling at the kids all day because they've been fighting and spilling chocolate milk and the dog has peed on the floor 20 times and you're sitting in your closet. I sit in my closet for a lot of things, pulling your hair out and crying and like ready to lose it. You can take a couple deep breaths and you can tell yourself, I get, I starting over right now, right now, fresh slate, clean slate. You can do that anytime and give you, you can do it 20 times a day. Give yourself a clean slate. You can go out and announce it to your family. I have several times that I've told my kids like, all right, you know what? Clean slate, clean slate guys. Like everything that's, that's happened. We're letting go of it. Clean slate here moving forward. And you know what? It's done some some really great wonders for us. It's allowed all of us to take a breath and say, okay, 
letting go of the crap of the day and we just get to have a clean slate for the next, you know, hour or two before bedtime or for the rest of our day. So often we, um, and I notice this, especially with my kids, sometimes I'll tell them when they're just arguing with each other and even it can be an argument like the sky, they're wanting to say the sky's red. I'm like, no, the sky's blue. And kids don't want to back down off their argument because like they don't want to be wrong. So sometimes I'll have to remind my kids, mine especially don't want to be wrong. I'll have to remind them like, hey, it's okay to like, if we just stop right now, or especially when my little one gets a real like, kind of a little hyper. I get to, Hey, it's okay for us to just stop right now and take a couple breaths and like, just, just stop. We don't have to continue with either the argument or the, it's okay to stop. It doesn't have to necessarily have a conclusion or somebody doesn't have to have a last word. Like we could just stop. And that's like such a profound thing to them. They're like, we can just stop. Like we can totally let go of this argument about whether the sky's blue or red. I'm like, yeah, we can. Clean slate. We just woke up. How are you today? So just an idea. You also might find that you got a lot of expectations of other people. And again, I want you to cut other people some slack too and realize that you have the power. I know often I have very unrealistic expectations of like my children or my husband, especially when we, let me use a good example. When we go on vacation, we're actually going to be going on vacation very soon over to the beach. And I know when we get there, I always have these grand dreams in my head. I'm like, it's going to be a lovely little vacation. We're all going to skip down the beach holding hands while the waves are like rolling up around our feet and we're laughing and we're giggling and we're skipping and it more ends up like oh somebody's way out there somebody's gonna have to go save him from the sharks like why you have sand in your pants why are you running down the beach naked where did so and so go where's your dad why is he talking to that person over there for the last 30 minutes and there's sand in my sandwich and now I just want to cry and go home because it is not the peaceful skippy memory memory um you know vision that I had in my head so cut yourself some slack cut it some slack to everybody around you and just just roll with it if you come into life with less expectations of how things are supposed to go and what the outcome's gonna be and you just allow yourself to be present and roll with the moment and roll with the proverbial punches you're going to find yourself a lot more peaceful and content in everyday situations. I promise you this as a mom to five boys and somebody who's like super neurotic, super sound sensitive, like super, you know, very drained by other people's energies. I promise you this one will change the game for you. And the other thing that I want you to do is I want you to make another list. You're making a lot of lists today. So make another list of all the shit that you've accomplished that you should and could and should be proud of. Have you graduated from something like high school? I mean, even sixth grade, like that's an accomplishment. Have you gotten a certification for something? Have you raised a child? Have you gotten a promotion? Have you gotten your dream job? Have you snagged a huge discount? Have you like gotten a great sale or a great vacation or like what what really you know oh have you painted a painting at one of those paint nights like that's so satisfying because I've always labeled myself as like not a painter not a drawer and I did my first one and it was so satisfying so you should be proud of that did you do something that you told yourself that you couldn't or that you viewed as 
hard or that you were really excited and proud of yourself. Like give yourself a pat on the back for that. Make a list of all of that. Be proud of it. Reflect on it and feel feel that pride in you. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm badass because you are, you are. And this is going to lead me into our last one. Number five, the last thing that you're doing to hold yourself back. You're waiting for permission. You are waiting for somebody to give you permission to tell you that it's okay to step in the life that you want, that it's okay for you to have the dreams and the desires that you have, that it's okay for you to do these things. And I hate to break it to you, but nobody's going to give you permission. We are adults now. And and I've heard this more than once, and it makes so much sense. We are told from childhood, just growing up through a school system, even at home, I even catch myself doing it with my own children. But we are told that we need permission for things like, oh, do you want to go to the bathroom? You have to raise your hand. Oh, you want to ask a question? You need to raise your hand. Oh, you have permission or oh, no, you don't have permission right now. So when you think about it like that, like I watch my kids even coming in asking me, they'll ask me, mom, can I have a water? And I'm like, you guys can always have water. You don't have to ask me for water. Or even how my 14 year old is like, mom, can I take a shower? And I'm like, you don't have to ask me to go bathe your body, like go bathe your body. So I just, that really was a strong realization for me when sometimes I'm like, my goodness, why are my kids always asking me for water? Because it's, that's, I've told them over and over again, like, you can have water whenever you want, like, go get some water. I don't, like, I I drink, I hope you drink 20 glasses of water a day, please, please go get water whenever you want. And yet I still find them, even my 14 year old asking, can I have water? Like, yes, you don't have to ask. But now I understand why they feel like they have to ask because it's been ingrained in them through schooling that you got to ask for permission for everything. And that was a really profound realization for me because I realized that really contributes to shutting off our intuition. Our intuition is based off of our feelings, off of the gut instincts and the feelings and the sensations that we have in our body. That's your intuition talking to you. When your bladder gets full, that's your intuition telling you like, hey, it's time to pee. We gotta go to the toilet. So you go. You know, when you're hungry, that's your intuition telling you like, hey, time to eat, time to get something to drink, whatever. So we're teaching kids, you gotta have permission to your intuition telling you, you need to do this. I don't give you permission. So we're teaching ourselves at a very young age that we shut off our intuition because our intuition doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what we want, what we're feeling. So we just end up shutting that off. And then we have to turn around and we have to come back and find it later. So that makes me really sad. Makes me really sad when we put it that way. But you have permission. Nobody's coming to give it to you. I'm not going to give it to you. If you need to hear it from me, like you already have it as soon as you give it to yourself. You have to give it to yourself. So you give it to yourself. That's all you have to do is say self, you have permission to go, to go live your awesome life. I also want to provide you guys though, with a video link. You're going to find that in the show notes. Um, I put a tapping video up for you guys, for you to work through that block of needing to give yourself permission. So go check out that video. If you've never heard of tapping, um, I'm going to do, I'll do a quick little thing before I start the tapping to tell you what it is. So go check it out go do that. Work through your blocks. I'm giving you the tool to go work through these blocks. So there we are. If you want to recap, the five things that are holding you back are you. All five are you. 
It's so frustrating. But your belief systems, your stories that you have built up your entire life. Number two, your fears. Fears of instability, fear of change, fear of what others are going to think. Number three, bad habits for temporary satisfaction and numbing really strong emotions or feelings. Number four, your expectations of yourself, of others. Cut yourself some slack. And number five, you're waiting for permission. Just give yourself permission. All right, guys. So I want you to come and sign up for my newsletter. Um, I'm have all of these amazing things that I'm going to be doing over the next couple of months and I want to make sure that you guys don't miss out. So make sure you're on that newsletter so that I can be emailing you these things that we're going to do. Make sure you're following me on social media. You're part of my Facebook group. Go do that and you will be able to keep up to date with all of the things that I'm going to be doing. So I will see you guys next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for joining us for the Self Project Podcast. I hope that you found a useful tidbit that really spoke to you today. So please come and find me on Instagram at the Self Project Studio and let me know what you want to hear more of. Also, definitely make sure that you come and join my Facebook group at the Self Project Studio Community because that's going to be where the real fun is. So make sure you subscribe and I would love for you to leave your reviews and your feedback. I'll catch up with you next week.